This is your man. It's the one, and that is the big man in the middle, Big Storm, and this is the State of Basketball, BW Sports 1 original podcast. What is up, big guy? What's going on, my man? Uh, doing well. Had a great past couple weeks. Kind of excited, man. We got the fair coming up. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I like to treat that as a... Uh, Holiday. Like just a, a, a good way out for dinner. Just some good dinner. Get to see some people you usually don't see in a while. Uh, get caught up, but uh, no, it's a great time. I got some family coming in for it that hasn't been here for it in a while, so should be a great time. Oh, that is so excited. I am so excited for the fair. If y'all think just because I'm crippled and laid up, <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy the fair, you have lost your absolute mind. Hell yeah, I'm going to the fair. I'm so excited. I mean, I might have to talk to wife here. Maybe do about two tabs. We do two yeah, tabs. You might have to. As you get older, you appreciate yeah. it a little more. Yeah, because I don't do the rides and shit. Plus, I got my no. little willy thing, so I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> See, you get to do it comfortable. You ain't got to walk. You ain't got to just roll just me around. <laughs> yeah, just we. <laughs> Always got a seat. Yeah. Ain't get in lines. Yeah. That's the move. So I might, might be wise. Might, I might be wise to go with me. <laughs> might just be wise to go with me. No, um, I'm gonna test it out. I'm gonna see how it goes um this weekend because um I think the wife and I Friday are going to Chris Stapleton at um Ruoff. So uh that's okay. gonna be my yeah. really first out of experience out of the house experience. So uh we'll see how that goes. But yeah, man, deal, we're ready man. to go. All right, so uh, we are in between our under-the-boards uh, basketball discussion about positions. Uh, our first two episodes were great. Uh, we're in the middle. We got uh, uh, three more episodes uh, for that series, but we want to make sure that we stay current on what's going on in the offseason uh, for basketball. Um, and we actually have a guest uh, coming in with us today. Uh, Steven has been uh, with the network for a while now, so it's not like I need to introduce him or anything. But uh, Steven from just super, super kicking, kicking it, it with Steven, <laughs> I just added like nine words to his show. <laughs> super <laughs> kicking it go. with Steven, a this is our wrestling guru. Yep, wrestling podcast. We talk up AW, talk up WWE, uh, just keep you caught up on the shows live every Sunday at six because there's a damn lot of wrestling to watch during the week. So we try to, you know, give us some extra days there. Um, you know, I never would have thought of all my years of being a wrestling fan uh, that we would have five, four days in a row of wrestling to watch. So uh, there's some times that, yeah, we just have to, you know, get a couple days to get caught up. But I'm glad to be here. This is my last full week before school starts back up. So I can't think of any better way to end my you know summer break if you want to even call it that then talking up nba summer league the best time ever <laughs> all right we're gonna, we're gonna get to that because that's some funny stuff man uh so we'll get to that but let's talk a little bit before we jump into some basketball let's talk a little about um uh just super kick i mean with super kicking with steven i mean i know you guys uh going through um uh some remodeling in your, your, your studio. And it's like a yeah, real hot, right that? time right now in wrestling, you know, me and the big guy, you know I mean? About 20 years ago, we was real big wrestling fans. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, you know, the, the new, I don't know how much he keeps up on it now. You know, I kind of tab in a little bit with the new generation of wrestlers, but you know, uh, talk to us about a little bit of how that, that switch is. Cause you're kind of in the middle of our age. So the big thing right now is we're heading off to SummerSlam, which will be a week from Saturday. Uh, by the way, the best thing ever is now that they've moved some pay-per-views to Saturday instead of Sunday. So, because uh, there's been some late nights on Sunday night that I have had, you know, wake up the next day. There was a WrestleMania about four or five years ago in Dallas that got over about 1230 our time. And, you know, then still had to go to work the next morning. So I'm thankful for a Saturday pay-per-view, as they call it. Well, premium live event is what they're calling it now, uh, since it's available on Peacock. Uh, so you just pay for the Peacock network, and then you can watch all those. Um, AEW is doing 
ROH, which is Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor closed up officially in December. AW bought them up and is rebranding them, and they're going to throw a pay-per-view this weekend uh, on the original kind of pay-per-view network stuff uh, Saturday night as well. So, yeah, SummerSlam will be awesome. It's going to be in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, the first time there in a while. And uh, we got Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns going at it for the 11,000th time against each other. Uh, they've literally been feuding for about a decade now. And they hey, I'm on. sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but that just triggered a question I have for you. You got it. Go for it. What do you feel like the best long-term rivalry or some of the best? Uh, you know, I'm not going to make you list it, but just some of the best. Uh, I mean, you go back and, I mean, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels is the one. Because there was real life beef between the two. They really had, didn't like each other. <laughs> I don't, I think at the time they really didn't. I think because they both wanted to be that top guy. I think Shawn Michaels wanted to be, and even he's admitted that he was not in the best mindset. Uh, I don't know what he was doing back then, but let's just say I don't think he was. Uh, we you know, all upset. know <laughs> what he was doing. We've seen the biography. Yeah, we know who, exactly what who he was doing as well. So, um, but Bret Hart, you know, was, was a Canadian guy that grew up and you know just wanted to wrestle. He didn't care about any of that other stuff, and so they both, you know, and of course we all go back to Survivor Series 1997 with you know the Montreal Screw Job, which was legit. That was Vince McMahon getting the title off Bret Hart because Bret Hart was getting ready to leave for real the next day that was you know and i think that was kind of the start of that internet you know getting wind of stuff before it happened but you know still not everybody was on board like oh this is fake or this is real but uh so that was probably the one and of course the rock and stone cold was the same thing because you had the rock who thought you know i think they did talk you know i think they had a respect for each other you know unlike like sean and brett it took a long time uh, there was I think that was ep- more Brett. I think that was more Brett. Sean I, was just, he, I think Sean was about partying and being, I don't think he really cared. I don't think Brett he knew. Him. I don't, yeah, I think. Well, Sean was younger too. So Yeah, yeah way yeah, younger. It's, it's Michael a part Sean of that youth. Growing up and finding God, as he said. So that took him, you know, that to kind of get there. But, but the Rock and Stone Cold is the big one as well because you had both those guys wanted to be the top guy. And, you know, and really, when you think about Stone Cold stopped in about 2002, 2003-ish. So who's to say how much longer? I mean, you got to look at Undertaker. I mean, 30 years. 30 you know? years. And if they could still wheel him out, then they probably would. But Because he uh, probably still makes money. Or <laughs> People still show have, up. Uh, I haven't really put the, it in the, the group, but Ric Flair is having his last match, which... How many last matches has he had? But now he's going to do. I don't know why I didn't wear my Flair shirt today. I have no idea. So, yeah. But Roman and Brock is a good rivalry because I think there was some, you know, beef there with Roman trying to get his, you know, him being the top guy. You had Brock come back because Brock's first run was only two years or three years. Like, he wasn't around that long. But in those two or three years, I mean – he was the king of the mountain uh, and we hadn't seen anything like him and, you know, but he got bored of it. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened there. So uh, it's then, you, know, you like you slip. <laughs> yeah. But then he, his time. he saw the payday in 2012 and was like, okay, I can come back. Well, yeah, That's too, because he was getting his ass kicked. <laughs> he was getting, he yeah. starting to get his ass kicked in real fight. But his first run in UFC was ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah, until he got sick. I, until he got sick. Yeah. The diet, yeah, the di- and that's why yeah. he has the tattoo of the huge sword because he almost died. Like, mm. so he wants that sword kind of facing up to him, his neck, his throat area to show like he survived death. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, but I, well, you know, there's some good, you know, rival, and that's I, I think if there's that real life and kind of fake, you know, kayfabe stuff mixed together, that probably makes the best. Like usually, best friends have the best rivalry because they kind of go at each other <laughs> a little bit stiffer in right. it. So, yeah, those are just kind of off the cuff right now. But Who is your best rivalry, Storm? Uh, man, it has
has to be like I got a couple. I can't do one, right? I I like um, Savage and Hogan. You gotta remember the era I came up in, so it's, it's not gonna be a lot of your newer ones. Uh, I like The Rock um, and the Stone Cold. I feel like that was the most entertaining for me at my age. I feel like it, it lined out like they were performing for my age group at the time because we were on it and they were both just great showmans and uh you know a credit to their characters they put a lot of work into it you as you can tell uh so and i'm trying to think of another one man and stone cold hit right at the right time because yeah. that was kind of that anti-hero right like sopranos was big <laughs> i mean a lot of people started loving the the bad guy that was doing the right thing in a way yeah they right. wasn't feeling stunning steve austin and barry windham <laughs> no, <they're not. laughs> stunning yeah Again, or, um, i'm showing my Coleman, age the hollywood right. blondes yeah. <laughs> and stone cold was young like you guys said he was in his 20s then so eric bischoff thought at the time oh, this guy's not gonna do anything and to think stone cold was only a black trunks black wristband like black boots guy like yeah. You know, you think about Hogan and Flair, or you think about Randy Savage, like, look how colorful. And I think that helped him as well. Um, but that was the era, too. It was a yeah. lot of colors. The yeah. Rockers had colors. Exactly. Yep. Ultimate Warrior the 80s, had man. It was the Miami <laughs> Vice era, bro. And so, <laughs> um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess, um, Storm, you guys are good. I think the ones with me, I tend to look more into the company rivalry. You know what I'm saying? I was a company robbery guy. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I enjoyed people over in WWF, but I was a WCW NWA guy because I was a Ric Flair guy. So mm -hmm. the Hogan uh Ric Flair uh robbery thing was good. I thought Ric Flair got shysted in how the story writ when he went over to WWF because Hogan was the guy over there. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't really think that he got a fair shot, so that gave me more of Rick. Um, so I liked the matchups because they would WWF. And WCW slash NWA would always mimic each other, you know what yeah. I mean, in some type of way. So I was a DX guy, you know what I mean. I was an outsiders guy, you know what I mean. I was I was an NWO guy, so I was I was like that, you know what I mean. I was always that other dude, you know what I mean. So mm -hmm. I like the robberies between uh, the networks. Yeah, oh yeah. And you got to think like WrestleMania eight, which was here in Indianapolis, like Randy Savage and Ric Flair weren't the main event for the WWF title at the time. And looking back, that probably should have main evented that night. Uh, we had Psycho right. Sid <laughs> and Hogan, which introduced Papa Shango, AKA the Godfather. And then uh, Ultimate Warrior made his comeback because Ultimate <laughs> and Warrior the, was gone. And the who? There you go. Right. <laughs> awesome. All right, the so God. let's get into some basketball. All right, so uh, yeah, we're gonna keep I you know, guys. This could have just took over the show real quick. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can keep you in suspense about the summer league. Now that we got another voice, hey, I start, I know you got a tight schedule, Steven, so I'm not gonna keep you on here long. So we're gonna get through it. Um, I guess we'll recap real quick of the under the boards uh, series that we're going on that we're doing during the summer because you know it's the off season. We've been doing this series uh, with under the boards. We've already done uh, positions, so we've already done point guards and the two. Uh, so this Sunday we'll be doing the three and then we have the four and the five coming up. So uh, this past Sunday we had a coach on uh, <clears throat> from out of state, a guy that both I, both of us grew up with watching and playing with um, over the years here in Indianapolis. So that was pretty fun. So uh, this uh, we're going to talk about the three on Sunday. So that should be uh, some good stuff. So um, quick question for you guys, since you're basketball people. Are we going to go away with positions soon? Uh, we pretty much already uh, have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? About that? How do you do you like that idea? I mean, like the Warriors, like they just roll out the ball and let it run, right? I mean, Storm, I'll let I, you go first on that. I, uh, I I'm kind of torn, really, because I'm a big guy, and for the most part. Uh, I would like to say, as I got older, and they, they help me out. Do you feel like I got more traditional as I got older versus when I was younger? Obviously, yes. more agile, more mobile. Yes. I just kind of fit into my place. So that's where I like it, the younger me probably would have loved it, but the older me now is like, oh man, like 
the the tradition of the big man and the kicking it in and creating office that way is uh, kind of gone by the wayside at times. There are still people that do it, but it's mostly like guards, I feel like, yep. now post up more than big guys. So it's kind of sad to see it go, but I still definitely adore the game uh, due to mostly – the, the poetry of it, the movement, the passing, the things of that nature. So uh, it's kind of bittersweet. And, and I just hope, like most things, it'll come back around. Has it affected college and high school yet, though? No. Oh, yeah. No. I feel like no, no, the new yeah. era. The, I just or went to see. It? I mean, uh, it's going to need to, right? Because if you're. It is already. Everybody's shooting threes. I mean, everybody's shooting well, Everybody's like, that's affecting the game because the game didn't used to be played that I mean, way. at grade school level, like you see those kids in a grade school game, and what do they do? They dribble down and shoot it up. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they mimic what they see in grade school. And, of course, they they're just trying to learn see. on the TV, yeah. I just yeah, said that high grade school. school they, yeah, middle school and grade school, they mimic what they see on television and what their coaches allow. I mean, when you get to high school, you're not going to see that much. It's going to be you'll get what you can do within the offense that is designed for you. And if you're a good coach, the coach knows how to adapt his offense, excuse me, around you. Uh, College, I don't think – and the big man, especially in high school, big man is still a dominant fixture in high school because if you got a talented big man that can dominate the post, they're going to give him the ball. You know what I mean? Granted, they shoot more from the perimeter than they used to but if you are a dominant post i see in the au if you are a dominant post they're going to get you the ball um high school basketball is still the same way you know i mean i think if you are that when you hit the college it gets a little different because there's still college there's still traditional coaches that use a big but it's now instead of two it's just one and that one has to be either super dominant like the guy was from Kansas last year, or he's got to be more like Baycock from Duke that can get up and down the floor and then still dominate as well on the inside. Well, that's probably what's hard, too, is finding that coach that maybe still wants to use a big man, right? I mean, if coaches have to kind of scheme for who they have. How about different. big mans that are dominant like that? I'm telling you, all the big men now are shooting threes, and it's not a bad – I'm not saying it as a negative, but it's just – a reality to a certain extent like there's not a lot of jokers left and joker wasn't even he didn't grow up here so yeah he watched the game you know from abroad but uh yeah i still think the only and b is not even from here like towns i I guess i mean he's not from here i mean he's not from here but he is you but know what I mean? His, will go down and hit bang his whole coach, game. Though. But my yeah. whole thing is, he still didn't grow up in this culture. He came okay. to the U.S. when he went to Kansas, right? Okay. Yeah. That's no, I, I think he came when he went to high school. I mean, yeah, he was a okay. he was a soccer player, but okay. he's been here long enough to say that he's like we never heard of MB playing somewhere else and then coming here. Like okay. it was Embiid is here and now whoa, who's this kid? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he might be the last of him, Carl Anthony Towns. I wouldn't even put Anthony Davis in that mix, even though he has terrific back to the bucket skills. But he traditionally yeah, wants to be on the outside. Yeah, yeah he traditionally Kentucky wants to, to be that. on the outside. But, I was say, uh, I feel like Davis roams around a lot. He I mean, he does, but yeah. when he puts his back to the bucket, he's a very skilled big oh, yeah. man. You yeah, know what I mean? So, but I put him more to the Rasheed Wallace type category. You know, mm-hmm. when it comes to how it affects me with the game. In my position, I was already a versatile swing player. You okay. know what I mean? I played from the two to the four, depending on who I played with, where I played. So this type of free-range basketball, that that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. And don't you almost have to teach high school because players was, to play all positions just because when if they want to make an NBA career, they're going to have to learn to yeah, play that's the position. evolution, and that's what it is. And majority of them want to go to the NBA, so they'll do whatever uh, it takes that it takes to get there at that okay. point in time in their in their life. And then I didn't the, mean to hijack the evolution. But I'm sure of, no, you, you don't. No, that's that. a great question. That's the conversations that we like on the podcast. Sometimes you go off script. You know, I mean, that's good yeah. content. But you know, I heard something the other day. Speaking of it, I heard something the other day while we were watching summer league, and it was asking some older players what's the difference with um, today's basketball. 
and last basketball. And the one thing that was said that stuck out to me is kids nowadays don't play pickup. Hmm. That's the difference. Nowadays, these kids spend, they spend, they still spend the time. They, I hate to say it. I hate them saying that these kids nowadays don't love the game. That's not true. They just love it and they do it in a different way. These kids now, they spend hours upon hours and dollar upon dollar with training and yeah. training and getting their skills right. We didn't have that 30 years ago. We didn't have trainers that you go to. We got our training from the court. We got our training from playing with guys older than us, teaching us the game. That's how we learned the game. These guys spend, I mean, shit. You know, I don't know how much money McKenzie spent on just our training. Kids, Not even playing our, the game. Our kids will train. skip college to go. Like, wasn't there a couple of high school kids that skipped college to go train for a year? You know, yeah, do all that. The no, they just the went played. They, they just went played overseas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But there's some, they just but there's some to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a couple people that were coming from Indiana high schools that skipped a year of college just to go work out and they, get better. Yeah. But so get ready for the draft. If they had to be ready for enough, that's definitely a small percentage of people because most very of them oh, yeah, definitely yeah. have yeah. more uh growth to go through that's to true. be able to uh you know get to their full potential. Hey Steven, what the hell do you think about this 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 latest Kyrie and Kyrie, not Kyrie, these Kyrie, these KD and Kyrie stuff. That's like Benefer. It's like you just put them together. I, you know, it, I feel like at this point, they're just going to stay on the nets. I don't think anybody wants to mess with it now. I, I think because I like people are saying you look at the Gobert deal. I mean, how much they get for him. So the asking price has got to be higher for KD, right? And yeah, because the asking price for Donovan Mitchell is six first round draft picks, which is wasn't it four for Gobert? <laughs> yeah, it was it was five four and, or, and then even, and players like a couple players too. So you right. still had to. So and I that's just, the thing you can't be in KD and Kyrie's situation. If winning the ring is truly what they want, the best there's nowhere there's nowhere they can go and still win the championship because the other team has to give up everything. Yeah. Well, how, and K, isn't KD kind well, of there's one place that Kyrie's got, but other people suck. <laughs> and hasn't KD already kind of solidified himself, ahead, you know, in his legacy? Like, I know for these guys now, it's about their legacy. You know, you like LeBron, that's all he talks about. Like, what else can He's KD do? Do you think He's KD needs one, one more? Thing. He's got What's one more thing to do. It depends he on what to... his goal is. Because LeBron <laughs> yeah. made it clear he wanted to be the best ever. Does... Yeah. I don't know if I ever heard Durant say he wants to be the best ever. Well, what is that? I guess that's what I, I get. What does? Yeah, he I don't want? think. That's, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him. He said I wants to be the best player that I can be. That's all I think I've heard him yeah. say. But I think like he Brian put prove, it out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think to prove Durant's legacy, uh, for him to prove it, or for the media or wherever, he need to, to win solidify his because he's got a great team? Hall of Fame first ballot legacy. His thing is with the media and all the people is he needs to win one. Where he's the leader, the guy. he's yeah. the guy. Like Kawhi's got one, Steph's got one, uh, Giannis has got one, LeBron, Cleveland has one. Kyrie, you see what I was at? I'm with uh, you on this, star. I'm with you there. But I feel like it was still his team. It was. It was. Yeah, Brian I give, Brian's yeah. team. Yeah, it was still brought. What does Kyrie want? Does anyone know what in the world Kyrie wants? I don't know if Kyrie knows what Kyrie wants. (laughs) Kyrie wants to be Kyrie. (laughs) He wants to walk off the earth to prove that it's flat, right? I think he's got a little bit of Kanye West in him. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And until yes, he does. He might not ever figure out, right? I mean, Mm -mm. and it's and it's kind of sad because I almost feel like me and I'm speaking. I'm putting my fan hat on. I feel like I'm being cheapened. Because if he was totally focused on the game, how much he we would have be been able to see out of Kyrie? Like he's, and I hate, I don't want to say halfway because I don't know what kind of work he's doing on off seasons, but I feel like I am not getting a hundred percent Kyrie every year, and I would have loved to see. Well, it's what gotten worse, hasn't like. it? Like maybe the first few years you got what he got, but now he's. Mentally, I mean, he's, he's still one of the out, better. Right? He's still top ten handles or top five handles. 
Uh, Top tier finishers. Yeah, left, <laughs> right. Finish. It's just you know, I mean, it's just getting him on up. the floor. See, look it's at the like last four had, years. Uh, if he had some Westbrook in him, I would have loved to oh. see what that looked like. Westbrook's in a whole yeah, other conversation. Yeah, it brings up, yeah, but um, eh, I don't know. Kyrie has got, I mean, Kyrie, in the last four years, Kyrie has played, what, less than less than a third of a season. You know, I mean, you could call it a bubble year or whatever, but in the last four years, he has not played a half of a season. For various reasons. So why at some point now am I supposed to expect Kyrie, Uncle Drew, um, <clears throat> the ghetto philosopher, Kanye West's ex, I mean, little brother, why am I supposed to take him seriously that he's going to commit to anybody? I think that's the big deal why they, why they can't make this deal work with the Lakers. I mean, I don't think he can convince them that he's ready to commit. Like LeBron, I don't, LeBron can't, I mean, phenomenal that LeBron, LeBron gets all this hate. Him. I mean, all this hate that LeBron gets at 38 years old, averaging 30 points a game, ridiculous. But, you know what I'm saying, all the hate to get, but he can't do it by himself. Obviously, Anthony Davis is not going to be that part. He has trust in Kyrie because he's done it, but he doesn't have a trust in Kyrie because who knows if Kyrie's going to show the hell up. I was going to say, even if LeBron can't get through to Kyrie. Westbrook's going to show the hell up. <laughs> yeah. Now – if what this is triple get. double, what you get is, is, is you get something different. But Westbrook is going to show the hell up 82 games. Period. And don't you think people have already written their final on Kyrie? Like, is there any, like, what more can he do? Well, that's get, the thing. And that's I the I think crazy, people have already made their conclusions on him. If that's that makes the crazy sense. part of life, because you never, you never know. Yeah. Uh, it looks like that, but. People change. People done turnarounds. We've seen it before. That's true. Um, so I, I'm. And he's almost built himself. I think he has to stick to it, doesn't he? Like he's built this aura about oh, him. No, you don't have to stick to it. No, you, you don't have, have to. to but... this crap. <laughs> Just like Ben Simmons. You don't have to stick to uh, yeah. my, my, uh, I don't know what to say about Ben Simmons. Like, the fact that like they're only talking about KD and Kyrie and Brooklyn, like Ben Simmons is not even a factor in any of these conversations. <laughs> and they're the ones that see him up close. So what does that even say? Yeah, like, we don't so. see Ben. We don't know what Ben Simmons is doing. We don't know what's going on. But the people that do, and then they still choose to because they're all about themselves, right? I mean... <laughs> ben Simmons is something. Hey, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you got it. You got to think KD and Kyrie are probably about themselves too, so they're not going to come out and stand up for well, him, right? KD about winning. Yeah, yeah. and he'll play. <laughs> KD, he'll play. He'll play. Yeah. I, you know, he's got a lot of things you can say about KD, but you can't say he don't love ball. Yeah, he's he he going to play. Show up. And he kind of lost the public right when he switched to the Warriors. Like, it seemed like he was pretty well-loved throughout, you know, fans and whatnot, but then once – I don't know. Has he earned anything? I feel like it was love that he, it wasn't enough. It wasn't what he was looking for. Yes, he received love, but he wasn't, it was about what, you know, one said earlier, it's about being that guy too. Then he needed to win. Like he needed to win. Win and be the guy. Win and be the guy, not just win. So Uh, let's move on. Let's see. Uh, Hey, did y'all guys, what do you guys think about uh, Jean Morant's comments on uh, that he roast? Or did he cook MJ? Uh, youth uh, is what I put it on. Not being around to see prime Mike and how he put it down in the air where players can actually put their hands on you uh, and not get ejected. Uh, it's, it's youth. It's youth, man. It's youth. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> the argument that I have, I don't have an argument. The only thing I hate about this, these conversations is the fact that they act like now we know these cats nowadays. There's very select few of these cats nowadays that can go back and physically play in that era. Now we absolutely are absolutely sure that if Jordan and his mentality come back and play with these wide open rules, no handshaking Jordan. Man, he might average 47 a game. I got a question. <laughs> that just triggered a question, Dave. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. So Uh-oh. with the new rules, and if you bring Jordan over, we talk about his offense. Would he still been first team all defense all them years? I think so. But he, you don't think he just like he's used to doing the dunking and the, having the freedom. He's also used to hand checking. He's also used to doing things that are not allowed in the, today's game. But he almost seems like a smart enough guy to learn what would need to be done to be able to. Like adjust. I think he could pick. Yeah, up, yeah. I think that was where his drive was different than other people. Like him and Kobe, Roger Federer, Tiger. Those guys are in a different group of drive athletes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not just content to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not just happy of winning a couple of I'm here to be what everybody talks about 70 years down the road. You know what I mean? And I don't think people, a lot of athletes have that drive that can that go into to. different. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. want to. And if Jordan so, doesn't do it, then Kobe probably still ends up doing that because it seems like Kobe's that type that would have done what right. he needed to do. Because so. you see, he was a tycoon off the floor, off the court too. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see with that. Um, before we get into summer thing, summer league, last thing, Curry is hosting the uh, the uh, ESPYS tomorrow. Who? Oh, Stephen Curry is hosting. Yeah. The, does anybody even watch the ESPYS? <laughs> when when Steph is hosting, <laughs> like the, at, when the, the pain, when the ESPYS the, come the on was pretty good. I thought people look at when the ESPYS come on. No, there's yeah. nothing on there's like nothing baseball even true. on because that's after the All Star game. That's true. Yeah. Ain't shit on. Everybody's watching the ESPYS. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I I mean good for him. Uh, he's stepping out, trying to broaden his career. Obviously, you can't play basketball forever. You gotta at some point think about that next chapter and. You know, being able to do, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Could, here's the, I guess, here's the equivalent. Could he do Saturday Night Live? Like, do you think he has, Yeah. Does he have, I, yeah, I, I think he could. Well, now, the question is, can he? Yes. Will yeah. he be good? That's Would he do it? <laughs> Would he? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, he has a little I got charisma. a better question. I got a better question. If he does it, does he put his wife in a skit? The kids. You got to put the kids, put right? The or wife the in the skit. Now, we would we'd rather see the kids than the wife. We'd <laughs> <laughs> rather see the Riley. kids than the wife. That Riley's you know I mean? going to be the breakout star of the family, yeah. right? No, the question is, is he going to write his own monologue? No. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> no. Let me put that out there. No. I don't know. <laughs> Do any, yeah, I don't know. Know. I mean, Steph's a smart guy. You know what I mean? He didn't go. He's a smart guy. Which I'm, to, I, I, it wasn't I'm not like a big was SNL kid. person, but I'm trying to think who's the last athlete that they had on there. Probably we, Peyton, maybe The Rock. Well, hell, I don't know. I don't watch SNL anymore. So I mean, Peyton I watch bits and pieces of SNL years ago, right? <laughs> yeah, I watch. I mean, they've, they've, I'm sure there's been some athletes on this season. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I'm well, heck, that. I don't watch. I guess I'm old. Like where that. I see the actor name, I'm like, who's that? So there you go. <laughs> or the artist. Sometimes the music. You know, you're yeah. old when you see the musical artist, and you're like, uh, who's that? All right. So, I think I'm just gonna wait to the clips that I want to see come on YouTube, and I'll keep well, moving. They, and they come on right after, so you just watch. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna get uh, into the rings. Yep. For the it is it is now time for <laughs> summer league. So, Steven, I'm going to give you the floor, man, because you came on for Summer League for a purpose. And I want to know what, <laughs> what your purpose is of coming on the state of basketball well, I, uh, for your displeasure at the Summer League. I saw that they were giving out rings to the winners of the Summer League. And I thought, why in God's green earth are we giving out rings to Summer League? I mean, the only thing I can think of is, some of these guys might not be playing, and so guess what they'll have to do with that ring? They'll just have to go to their local pawn shop and get a few bucks for it. <laughs> and I and the other side of the coin is okay, so I see it came up with participation trophies. And I know this is a whole nother conversation, but if we get angry, well, we don't, people get angry at kids for getting, you know, a little piece of plastic baseball player that's probably gonna be thrown in a closet or broken within a week. And, you know, you have athletes getting upset about that. But then we're going to give, what, a $100,000 ring to the winner of Summer League? Or I go the other end, okay, the mini marathon, you know, that's a local thing. What does every person get at the end of their mini marathon? They get a freaking medal. 
even the last, like I could, I could walk the whole way. It could be done and I can finish and I'll still get that damn medal. But then we're getting mad at kids for getting, you know, like I said, a trophy that they won't even know in 10 years, probably where it's at. If that, they won't know in a week where that damn trophy is. So it does bug me. You know, like I said, that's a whole nother ball of wax. I understand. But if we're going to get, if we're going to hold kids to these high levels then Hey, you better finish that damn marathon first or you ain't getting nothing. Sorry. Like, you know, you get your banana and your trail mix in your water. <laughs> I mean, you, don't, you don't get the medal or you get a cheaper medal. How about that? We'll give the winner of legit medal and everybody else gets the plastic medals. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it just kind of bugs me that. What's your idea on the summer league race, Storm? Uh, I kind of get where he's coming from. I just feel like the separation between uh, 20-year-olds and 8-year-olds is the difference. Uh, seven, eight-year-olds, you're coming up. You want them to come <laughs> up not having that. So hopefully when they get to that 20-year-old stage, it's something that they don't even want, right? So I feel like the, the younger is more important because you want them to come up not feeling like they – our God's gift to this green earth just by coming here and showing up, uh, but to be able to work for it. And then when they get older, they, they will be able to see like, I, I don't even want this ring. I didn't win. Well, what nothing, if you do you know? have that kid that maybe didn't want to play at first and then did start showing up and, you know, you want to give them something, right? Are we, or maybe that no. comes down to. <laughs> if, they, if they win, they get something. Yes. Mm. But they got a lot. I mean, that's life, though, right? Well, I was going to say, mean, can't you have parents explain what, the, what life or, used to be anyway? Or coaches explain. Well, we got participation <laughs> trophies growing up, right? Nope. Uh, but we didn't get the big trophy. Nope. I, did get, no. I did get one, but it wasn't. We got team one. trophies. <laughs> we got team trophies. Or, like, I do know I got a little baseball, you know, plastic thing somewhere. But, but it wasn't yeah, we a big got, boy. No. <laughs> no, you got No, when I played, I came up and I played in the 70s and the 80s, bro. You didn't get no okay. participation trophy. You know what I'm saying? You, you never team, No, never I didn't get like, not a participation okay. trophy. No, if your team won, if your team, if your no, we did not get trophies just for being there. Not in it the late 70s the 90s. and the it 80s. More 90s. That no, was not I a thing. This in the 80s. I tell you, okay. I played hey, CYO. Listen, I played that CYO. Was cut, that, then that was CYO. Then that was the Catholic League. In the public school and in the public school league, in the township league, we wouldn't get no participation trophy. Now, yeah. if your team won, your team you got, the trophy. got a big trophy, yeah. and then everybody on the team got a little bitty trophy. Yeah. That was it. You didn't get – no, and that was first, second, and third. And that's how it was broke down. I mean, I think four – I mean, third might have got a ribbon. Like the whole team might have got a ribbon or something mm -hmm. like that. But that shit wasn't going down. Everybody wasn't getting no medal. Like, they wouldn't have a table full of medals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I'm torn at me. I don't think you get participation trophies. Now, okay. if it's a participation league, like it, like if it's uh your rec league, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like all the little kids, anything I, I say, what before third grade or before you start labeling as travel, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Like, like, like rec league, like you take your little kids to Saturday morning and they put the wristbands on and they run each other, you know, follow yeah. your wristband. I had no problem with everybody getting a trophy there. That's, Not yeah, a problem that's at mostly all. What they, I, yeah, I don't see fifth and sixth graders getting that. I mean, I feel like it's mostly. Shit. They, they do? Okay. I guess I missed up. <laughs> like, I, I'm in that age group. Like, I got yeah. kids that age group. Okay. So. They're definitely giving it, out participation. Like James Harrison, the Steelers player, was famous for saying he threw away all of his kids' trophy. Like I think that was a little harsh. I wouldn't have thrown them away, but I would have voiced my displeasure. Well, you explain as in what, what you about, need to right? work for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but that, but that comes on the parenting. Parent. Which, <laughs> don't <laughs> I'm a school employee, so you know where I can go with that. But, yeah, uh, I don't. But when it. When yeah. it comes to the rings, I at now first I was like, "What is this winners. silly shit?" It was only yeah. to the winners. Yeah, but I was like, "What is this silly shit?" But then I got to thinking about it. I can go either way on the fix. I got to think about it. This is the one part because I talked about it last night watching the bait when I was on with the uh, the baseball guys last night watching the derby, and they asked me about it. So I gave them a preamble of what we was gonna talk about today. 
I look at it like this. <clears throat> Some of these guys, this is it yeah. for them. I can and I like can buy this that is side. this is any touch of NBA label that some of these guys going to get. And if they get a little, you know, what I mean, little 60,000, obviously they're not giving Milwaukee Bucks style, Miami style no, no, rings. No. You know if what I'm saying? But case, if you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you get you a little ring for your little championship that you won, that you earned, that's the prize. That's no different than old spinny belt buckle. You know what I'm saying? It's the prize. That's cool. Some of these guys are not going to ever get this opportunity again to have anything labeled NBA on them. You know what I mean? That 1% of guys that got drafted this playing this summer league, man, this is just to get their feet wet. Like, Baycott yeah, yeah. played one game. <laughs> he wasn't hurt. There wasn't no stress. He played one summer league game. It went on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, some of these guys, and then you got these guys who, there's like, this is their third, fourth, fifth, sixth summer league. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is it okay. for them. So, yeah, yeah can, it's, it's crazy. All, but, yeah. all tolerate that and we're big you know first take like you know instant gratification like that and that's why i brought it up because i'm like i see that darn ring and i'm like really like you ain't gonna get it the off the pie shot that's just, that's just where it's going it from is this the first year they've done it right they haven't done it ever no this is the first ring this is the first okay. ring yeah, and you're gonna get this shit up to Pasha. Oh, this NBA Summer League ring. All right, I'm gonna give you four grand for buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, like you, but like you said, you might have a, a G League guy that's not playing anywhere, might need that four grand. So yeah. well, if he's in the G League, he making some money. So or, I'm sorry, or whatever, you know, my fault. Not yeah, out yeah. of the league, Summer League. Lately, sorry. Yeah, Man, you might need that four looking for a job. Need, yeah. But I don't think they'll sell it. I think it's that memory. That's that what the ring represents. The yeah. ring represent that memory, that opportunity. Yeah. Like, hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, this is that one, this is that ring I had with that one shot that I had at that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, Grandpa's like to tell Grandpa's stories. going to tell that story all the time. <laughs> all the fucking time. Because I would. <laughs> every, every time you see that Grandpa, he's going to bring out that ring. What is that? Definitely. Uh, just feel like the ring. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that might be true for Ben Simmons. Hey, <laughs> right, Matt, Matt is the source. He's one of the network guys. He's on the baseball and the checkers and he's records got, with. He's dropping the <laughs> and he's in bomb. Philly. So he's in Philly. So that's why you said all the Philly shit. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is not a Ben Simmons fan. Is anyone, but what's your, what would you say? Is anyone, is anyone? No, I was people? just saying that trophies are the new rings. It's, it's just yeah. something that finally got to a point where maybe people aren't checking for trophies as much as rings. Uh, it still represents uh, being the champion. Um, bling definitely for the younger folks seem to be uh, – What's in, and you can't carry a trophy around, but you can carry that ring around. I was gonna say they're giving out rings to. It looks like baseball teams are starting to get that. Like I, Dude, they're giving on. out they're they're giving out rings to AU tournament winners. Yeah, yeah. Because no, like you serious. said, you it's probably easier to you know you can throw that on the necklace. You could do the old school days of us. What like I know football players in my high school used to put their you know championship ring on a necklace and wear that thing around. So. Um, they give it to but anyways, chain. I need to head out because I, right. uh, I got a school meeting. Yeah, because well, it's been fun. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate Thank you. you so much for coming Thank out, you. man. Appreciate we're it. Be more crossover. No worries. Yeah. We guys, definitely you guys will. Feel free we're guest wrestling guys. So I'm telling <laughs> you, we could have, we could the show could have took a wrestling turn for the whole thing <laughs> for the as long as we kept time. it in the 80s and 90s, maybe early thousands <laughs> for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks, Steven. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Have a good good school year, buddy. You too. Bye. All right, Storm. So uh, while we're in Summer League, let's talk a little bit about Summer League. You know what I mean? What were some standouts that you saw in the Summer League? Uh, Definitely, uh, I'm going to start Pacers first with Benedict. Uh, Ended up being a little under 20, but I like what I saw. I like uh, the, you know, layups. Three pointers, mid range, he can score in a multitude of ways. So I definitely enjoyed uh, seeing the future. Uh, as long as they can do, you know, what it takes for him to stay, that's always been uh, the issue here in Indiana. 
is not necessarily finding talent as much as keeping talent with the new free agency and things of that nature. Um, I'll tell you what I'm surprised about. Chet Home. I'm putting it out here. I, I was surprised. He definitely exceeded what I thought was going to happen. Uh, he seems to be maybe a little more wiry as uh, I thought, you know. Uh, but Kevin Durant did the same thing, right? So we'll see. I'm definitely intrigued now uh, with Chet. Uh, obviously, uh, the MVP, Murray, showed himself. I think he did 23 points or so a game. So definitely looking forward to seeing him. Ivy, I'm a little nervous. He, you know, you're always a little nervous when a player comes in uh, and injures themselves. You, you hope it doesn't turn into an AD situation or just constantly bit by the injury bug. I hope he comes through and never has another injury his whole career. Uh, but the time that he did play, he looked he looked good too. So uh, those are just a few people. Uh, what about you? Um, I think the thing that stood out most uh, for me, well, like I'll, I'll start off like with you. I'll start off with the Pacers. I like some of the things I saw with the Pacers, but it was hard to try to figure out mentally what their landscape was or what they were trying to build with this. Um, I want to say now that I've been here, this fake proposal to DeAndre Ayton. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't think it was – they put it out there, but now that you really sit there and analyze it, you kind of knew what Phoenix was to just get ready to just – you know what I mean? But I just maybe feel like independent, independent on how much it had to do with KD. Like if 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 um Aiden coming to Indiana would have helped him get KD, I definitely felt like they did. But <laughs> yeah, it would it would only happen if it was a sign and trade. You know what I mean? So with him, I think he maybe forced Phoenix's hand to figure out what they really wanted to do. Cause you should notice when they matched the offer. We ain't heard nothing else about it. You know what I mean? Like all those trade scenarios of how you put him at sign and trade with three teams with Kevin Durant, all this stuff. No, we've heard nothing about it since he they've matched that offer. So eh, but uh, I like the rookie. I like his confidence. I like how his demeanor gets better every time he's speaking in front of the mic, meaning he that he's being more confident. I like that he's a three-level scorer. So I think he's going to fit well with Halliburton. You know what I mean? Now, the rest of that we're going to figure out. Um, the Malcolm Brogdon leaving was was a tough one, but I think Halliburton is ready for that. So uh, Pacers, I'm still open on that. Chet, like I told Micah when he hit me up, I'm still, I'm still going to leave it open. You know what I mean? Because this is summer league. Like right. we mentioned earlier with uh, Steven, there's a lot of guys out here that they really NBA talent. Not to say the guy didn't put up, but that's what I expected for a person who's second in the draft to do in summer league. You know what I mean? They've all done it, look good in summer league. Now, when this when that ball starts in the regular season, maybe even preseason, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to give you a fair opinion of what I think about Chet. I, I, I'm just – I'm not going to say nothing great. I'm just I'm saying not say I'm nothing still bad. presently surprised. I felt like the physicality might have gotten to him, but it didn't. So, like, like and that's basically what I said. I, I'm more open now to see what the guy has. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm more open to seeing what he has. Did I did what was for Zion? I'll tell you that, <laughs> way more open. But Zion is so done so much more to other than when he's healthy. Those small spurts of healthiness. He's like, well, okay, now. I'm cool. I'm all right. Zion, you get a pay. I just need you to be healthy. And then, because when you're healthy and you're playing on minute restrictions, 17 minutes a game, and you're putting up 30 points and 14 rebounds in 17 minutes, bro, there's something there. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, Keegan Murray, he did exactly what I expected him to do. Like, I think me personally, I think he's the underrated talent in this draft. I think he's the guy, like, people talk about him, but people aren't talking about him. They're talking about Chet. They're talking about the boy from uh, Duke. Um, and then uh, I think there's another one. Branch, but, uh, Branch Harrell, yeah. yeah. But um, no one's really talking about Keegan. Like, the, the growth from his freshman year of averaging, like, what was it, seven, eight points a game, 
to his sophomore year, one year development at, at Iowa from seven points to over 20, almost 25 points a game. That speaks about somebody's growth development and willing to work hard. And you saw it in the summer league. I think he had what two games in the thirties. Yeah. He was out there to prove a point. I think yeah. Sacramento might have something starting out there. Just it's all about ownership in Sacramento. You got DeMontis out there. You know what I mean? You know, DeMontis Sabonis is a good anchor for anybody. So let's see what Phoenix has got. I mean, not Phoenix. Let's see what uh, Sacramento is going to do. I definitely feel like they're going to need more time. And that's the thing, man. Building a championship team is not easy, right? No. You can always have, well, I got this, but guess what? You need like four or five other parts. So you just got a minuscule of what you need to be able to. And that's the, the sadness you see in some of these organizations that are not truly uh, out to win versus profit share. So um, it, he, he seems like he'd be a great player, but there's a lot of great players that got lost. I used to think that uh, Darian Fox was going to be nice. I wonder what would have happened if he went somewhere else to be able to be in a more positive environment or a culture. Uh, or if they'd actually more... brought in a coach that can actually coach, not Luke Walton. Yeah. That create a culture. You know what I mean? I agree with you. There was some talent there. Marcus, uh, what was it? Marcus Alexander Bagley or whatever his name was. The big guy from Duke. Yeah. Super talented. Yeah. I mean, he's out of there now, but who knows what happened. But, I mean, uh, who you got coming in there from Golden State? Uh, championship what, coach. What? Uh, Mike Brown. You got yeah. Mike Brown coming in there. So there could be a culture shift in in um sacramento if you can get them twins them brothers to stay out of operation let the coach and the gm do their thing then you might have something in sacramento because there's talent there um and i kind of disagree with you on this matt i i, I feel and this and i'm a, i want to be rude when i say this i think this is because you don't have a basketball mentality you know what i'm saying because it's just more than that because the rookies aren't all playing right. some of and those guys they that, don't even play every game yeah even they don't even play every healthy. game Right. <laughs> this is this is an opportunity for some of these guys in the G League that's on their third, fourth year in the G League. Somebody is an opportunity for some of these guys who didn't get drafted, but these NBA teams want to look at. Those are the guys that they're looking at. You know what I'm saying? The Sean D. Browns, you know what I mean, from Michigan. He played a lot of minutes in the summer league because those are those minutes that they're looking for him to see. Like we already know what we want and what we think we have in Chet Holmgren. And the guy from the Pacers, we already know we got. We drafted them first round. I mean, we're going to have to pay them. So we invested in them already. We want to know where our role players are, where our backups are coming from. And that's what this summer league opportunity is for. And also uh, on the flip side, it's huge networking event for the executives. <laughs> huge oh. networking event. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't get looked at at that team, like by the team that you're playing for, so many more other teams. There's 30, I mean, yeah, but 30, 29 other teams that could be looking at you. You know what I mean? This is an opportunity for you to get more money overseas. You know, that's I mean? real. I think you just hit the head on it. It's an opportunity, is what it is. Yes. It's yes. an opportunity for all. You know, it's, it's for every player that shows up, every coach, every referee. It's to operate. I mean, NBA is trying to get itself to that big business like the NFL. So this is at times more than about the players. It's about the coaches getting that experience. It's about the referees getting that experience. About the players. About whoever's calling the game. About the cameraman. About you know, it's, it's so much bigger. Well, yeah, a rookie can be defined as a G League player. He wasn't drafted. <laughs> there's your defilement right there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm looking there. There, I mean, if you I think once you when when you're drafted, when that team says, I want to pick you as my as my selection in the draft, we've already invested in you. You know what I'm saying? Now, with you and when those guys who get say we want to bring you into camp or we want to offer you a, a two-way contract, yeah, but I classify those rookies rookies as different. Rookies are people who are drafted. Or once you get into the summer league and you proved or in training camp, because summer league is going to get you in the training camp. You know what I mean? Training camp is going to get you in the preseason. Preseason is going to determine 
if that non-drafted player, that first-year player or second-year player, is either going to go G League, two-way, or overseas. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the the reason why you have the summer league. It's another, like you said, it's another opportunity for guys not drafted. Because if you look at it, the drafted players aren't playing in the summer league. I just, uh, I, I take a little more literal stance. A rookie to me is a player's first full year or whatever in the NBA. That that is what defines you as a rookie. Because it's so your summer first league time. is not even rookie. No, summer league is I'm league. With you. I'm league. good with it. League I'm good with is you. when I'm you good. are a rookie. Any other else, anything else other than that, you just trying to be a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm good. I can I can go for that. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you got anything else for summer league? Uh, nothing. Just enjoyed it. Glad it's on. Um, <laughs> definitely sports outside of uh, baseball. Uh, to be able to watch and enjoy. So uh, definitely glad it's on. Now getting ready for the other sports to start gearing up a little bit. But uh, yeah, it, it's definitely scratched my sports itch. I definitely love the home run derby last night. So <laughs> I can't just knock off all of the sports at this time. Because <laughs> there's great sport. It's good basketball. Like there's basketball going on. Just not basketball I'm watching. Like I was super excited about the big three when it first came out. First two, three years, bro. Like, I don't even know when the big three be. I say, ooh, the big three, and just keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm still interested in the the tournament, the basketball tournament. Like, I'm waiting for that to come on. Like, I want to see these local guys. If I wasn't crippled up, I'd be down there watching those city, those city league championship games. You know what I mean? This that's what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? So summer league gives you that that um that 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 i don't want to say not professional refereed but it is referee it, it gives you that little extra that little edge type of basketball which brings up last thing of the day lbj putting up 42 in the drew league uh drew league <laughs> did he win out <laughs> yes i agree it's the drew league um and there you have it, Drew Lee. <laughs> so um, I think that's it for us. Um, uh, Storm doesn't have anything else. I, I don't know why he went silent on us, but uh, that's what we got for today. Um, Storm, if you can hear me, if you got an eye of the storm, pop on. If not, we'll go ahead and cut it out. I do not have uh, the ones, whatever I do. So uh, it was it was great hanging out with you guys today, talking to basketball. We thank Steven from coming over from Super Kicking It with Steven. Make sure you guys check his show out, uh, wrestling show out on Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. Um, on our YouTube and Facebook pages. So um, there you have it. Thanks for Matt uh, checking in with us. Uh, you know, he had to keep up on his side. Uh, what does he talk about? Go Blue. <laughs> Love it, Matt. You're awesome. Storm's back. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, Drew League. It's, it's, it's the Drew League. Uh, we see uh, players not even close to LeBron's uh, skill level and talent playing our 30 and over league that was lighting it up. So, I could just imagine the caliber of LeBron playing in the league with. Uh, and and doing so well like it don't surprise me it's almost like that's what he was supposed to do granted i will say the drew league is a little better than our 30 and over yeah well you get what i'm saying though yeah it's still the drew league yeah Yeah. i mean granted our 30 and over a couple of our guys you know played overseas you know play college ball blah 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 the drew league i'm please believe i'm not defending the drew league but the drew league is a little better ex-nba players current overseas players current G League players. This is not like your YMCA rec league. It is still, quality player, NBA a, players playing a, it, but it's still not the NBA. It's still a step down. Yeah. Overall it's still, skill level. Yeah, it's still not the NBA. But do you think that LBJ was making a statement? Not, uh, not looking at the league itself i'm just thinking if you think he made a statement was trying to make a statement 
I hope not because that to me, I'm so, that's just not the place to make a statement. Like if you're gonna make a statement, I want to see it throughout the NBA season. Those are the time for statements. Uh, he may have like I don't know his intent. That may have been his intent, but to me, it's nothing because it's not in a in a place, a venue, uh, a situation that warrants me even accepting it being a statement. Like, I go back to that's what you were supposed to do. The only way that they're making a big deal out of it. But the only <laughs> well, way they need to keep their paychecks going. So the only <laughs> way the only way I feel that there could have been a statement made is if you if that opposite team had equal amount of NBA talent on it. Like it was you and DeMar DeRozan. There was no other there was no other valid name on that other team. Now we've seen Drew Lee games where you got Kevin and Kyrie on one side. You got uh James Harden and uh who else was he running with at times? Westbrook on one side. You know what I mean? We've seen Drew Lee games where there's multiple NBA game, multiple NBA players going at it. If that was the case and it was a predominantly an NBA team, the guy that was guarding you and you wouldn't did that type of thing. Okay, I think I might be seeing something that you're telling the league and your Laker team. But it was just you and DeMar against who then it was just what, what you were supposed to do. <laughs> uh, I'll even take – I'll take more seriously the games we don't see where it is all NBA, all-stars, superstars, but we don't see it. But I feel like a statement would be more warranted to the players. Like, yeah, Brian's coming them, this them year. The clips that we get. Yeah, from, uh, the TikTok story. I hear more real, stories, stories than I do see clips. I hear more stories. Like, oh, hey. man, y'all, y'all should have been there at Space Jam when Jordan had yes. the, the dome set up and, and Reggie and them was out there. It was just, yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah the back then you were hearing stories. Now you see the clips. These guys, like, what is it? The L.A. Fitness, the actual L.A. Fitness? You've seen some of them clips in them games? Like, them all NBA dudes going at it. Like, they going at it. And you might get – and that's where the concept – that's where people thought Ben Simmons was going to come back with a halfway decent jump shot because – he was playing. We were seeing these clips of him playing with these guys, like not these guys, but these guys. And you hitting jump shots, turn around fadeaways, and you come back and give us my my brain hurt. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah. So uh, when you came back, we was closing up. So you got anything for Ida Storm? Uh, yeah, actually, I do, man. Um, I just want to take this time out. Uh, to make sure that we support our brothers, our friends. Uh, my brother, the one, has got a new thing going on. Uh, I just want to make sure that uh, I let him know that I support him 100%. I'm definitely going to be getting some of them plates. Uh, anything that I can or, you know, something I can do to help, anything, I'm down. I feel like a lot of that is missing at times. Uh, so, just support your peoples, your loved ones, uh, and whatever their uh, ventures are and what they're trying to do, show some love. So I'm definitely going to do that for the eye of the storm today. Appreciate you, my good man. That's a good thing. That's, that's awesome. You caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you my brother, no matter what. Man, Royce is too. I know we don't talk as much, but that's still my brother, man. We all good. Um. But since I didn't have a one good thing because I hadn't thought about it because I've had so many pain pills, not everything is staying together the way it should or shouldn't. <laughs> but now I do. I guess I'll um, elaborate on what you were saying, tell the people uh, what the one good thing um, um, is um, or what you were referring to. Well, the one, obviously, I have another life outside of sports and podcasting. I enjoy food. I enjoy preparing food for other people. I like the way it makes people feel when they eat my food. Um, so I've elaborated on that. I have started to um, make the processes go ahead of me owning my own food service as in delivering uh, good food to different people. I mean, to all people. So 
the line is to go, the end game is to end to eventually end with a brick and mortar restaurant. But there are stages in between there and right now we're at the first stage. We're at the beginning. We're at the opening up. So I'm going to be selling dinners twice a month uh, starting in September. Uh, the first one is going to be on September 10th, I think, is the first one. Because the first weekend of September is Memorial Day. So this, I mean, Labor Day. So that's not going down. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be selling dinners, you know, twice a month. And it's an opportunity to, to get the city of Indianapolis to see not just see what I do with my food on my uh, my Instagram page or my TikTok page, but to taste what the food is. The storm has been <coughs> gracious to be able to uh, have over the last uh, several years. So um, it's time for me to let the rest of the city of Indianapolis get some of that. So um, there you go. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, people. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Uh, I'm definitely on board. Uh, so Look for it. I know we'll have it uh, on his uh, IG or Facebook. Definitely on Facebook. That's where we get to see the creations. Um, my guy definitely has a talent, and I, I can't wait to see uh, where this all ends up for you, my brother. Hey, bro, if I could, sit, if I could box, freeze, dry, send it up to you to Pennsylvania, y'all would, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just say not yet. Say you working on it. We worked that, it that, on that, it. That's going national. That's when you go national, national son. Just say, we'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Never know. My food truck might be mobile. That's his food truck. <laughs> All right. So uh, there you guys have it. Uh, State of basketball. Uh, big storm. The one. Uh, we're out of here, man. We'll see you guys on Sunday for uh, Under the Boards episode three. Threes, please. Holler. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>